In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the placebo effect in pets. Is it a real thing? And if it isn't, why might we see an improvement even when a treatment isn't working? Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Avery, and this is the Our Pets Health podcast, where I bring you pet information all about helping you and your pets live a healthier, happier life. This is the first episode in my Evidence Matters series, and in this series of podcasts, my aim is to discuss why it's so important that we look for evidence, why it's important we evaluate the evidence, and why we consider why things might work when they maybe don't appear to, or more importantly, why they actually aren't doing anything for our pets when on first appearances and first impressions is that they're actually really working and a great benefit. So evidence is really important. And without evidence, without analysing things, we just wouldn't have the progression in pet care or our own health care that we've seen over the, the last decades, hundreds of years. Without analysing the evidence, we'd still be using leeches, we'd still be bleeding for any particular ailment. And clearly, this is something that doesn't work in the vast majority of cases. And so, yeah, looking at the evidence is important. But before we get into the audio, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, then I'd love it if you'd hit that subscribe button just to make sure that you don't miss out on the future shows to bring you information about keeping your pet as healthy as possible. And if you've listened a few times before, I'd love it if you'd leave an honest review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're downloading your podcast from. It makes a huge difference in getting the word out and allowing people to discover this podcast. So I'd really appreciate if you could take a couple of minutes just to leave me a review. But for now, let's get on with the show. The placebo effect is a beneficial effect produced by a substance which can't be a result of the substance itself. Instead, the effect is caused by the patient's belief that the placebo treatment is working. So our dogs and cats can't know that a treatment is supposed to be making them feel better. So is the placebo effect in pets a real thing? Hi, I'm Dr. Alex from ourpetshealth.com helping you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. And welcome to the first video in my Evidence Matters series. Make sure you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes. So let's start with the answer and then discuss the placebo effect in animals in more detail. Quite simply, there is no such thing as the placebo effect in animals. Our dogs and cats can't possibly know that a particular intervention is designed to make them feel better, and so no placebo effect can be generated. Does this then mean that all studies or anecdotes that show a positive result to a given treatment should be believed and held up as proof that the treatment works? Well, of course not. And there are two theories that can quite successfully explain why a placebo-like effect can be seen in animals. So the first of these is caregiver placebo, also known as placebo by proxy. So picture the scene, your pet is unwell, it's in pain or has something that you're just generally worried about. You want them to get better and so you seek help. Now this could be from your veterinarian, but it could just as equally be from a friend, an internet forum or any other source of advice you might choose. Some questions are asked, an examination might be carried out, some tests might be run, and treatment advice is given. Now by this stage you'll, you will have invested time, emotional energy and potentially a lot of money depending on the condition. The likely expectation is that the treatment advised will make your pet feel better and recover from whatever condition they're suffering from. Because we are so invested in our pet, we really want to see them improve and likely believe that the treatment will work. 
And so we as the pet owner are highly susceptible to caregiver placebo. There is a real risk that we will see improvement even when it is not there. And it's not just owners who can suffer from this caregiver placebo. As a vet, I'm all too aware that my desire to see one of my patients improve, coupled with the belief that the treatment I'm prescribing will help, it makes me just as susceptible to caregiver placebo. The same goes for anyone involved in that pet's care. So caregiver placebo can mean that we see an improvement in our pet's condition, even when our pet is not actually experiencing any improvement themselves. Don't believe this is the case? Well, it is clearly shown in one study where the opinion of the lameness of a patient by owner and veterinarian was compared against how much force the dog was actually putting through its legs. And this would be an objective, true assessment of the dog's lameness. In around 40% of cases, the owner and vet felt that there was an improvement even when none was present. In fact, the vets were a little worse than the owners. Just because we believe a treatment is helping our pet doesn't mean it actually is. And it is this very effect which is likely responsible for much of the improvement claimed by many alternative therapies that time and again have been proven not to work any better than placebo in better designed studies. Another really important concept is known as regression to the mean, which I'll actually discuss in a separate Evidence Matters video. Don't worry, it's a really simple concept and it's not nearly as difficult to understand as it might sound. Now, could the reverse be true? Well, absolutely. If we believe that a specific intervention is going to make no difference, or it may even harm our pet, then there is a perfectly reasonable chance that we will fail to notice any improvement that might take place, even when it does take place. And this caregiver placebo is one very important reason that treatment trials have a placebo group, even when we are evaluating the effect of a treatment in animals rather than humans. It is also one reason why anecdotal reports, that is individual stories of successful, or unsuccessful outcomes are a really poor form of evidence. And I'll actually discuss all the various forms of evidence and studies in a later video as well. I'll also discuss some other reasons why the treatments that we give our pets may appear to make them better, when in fact they're not making any difference. Evaluating what works and what doesn't is a vital part of the progress of treatment of both humans and our pets. Without evaluating the evidence in a proper scientific way, we might still be resorting to subjecting ourselves to regular bleeding sessions for every ailment, and we may not even be washing our hands before surgery. These ridiculous situations were normal practices not all that long ago, and it is only through proper evaluation of the information available to us that we can continue to improve our healthcare and live healthier, happier lives. Remember, I release new videos every Tuesday and Thursday, so subscribe, and until next time, I'm Dr. Alex from Our Pets Health, because they're family. So I hope you found that interesting and it's given you a little bit of a food for thought. In the next podcast, so in three, four days time, I'll be talking about holistic vet care versus traditional or conventional vet care. So discussing what the difference between the two are and is traditional vet care really not holistic in its approach? But until then, you can find more information and the show notes for this podcast over at rpetshealth.com. If you've got any questions or comments, then please just get in touch. You can leave me a comment on the website. I'm on Twitter at rpetshealth. And you can also call into the show using the anchor.fm app. Um, and if you call into the show with a question, then I'll try and answer that in the next podcast episode. So remember to subscribe. Please leave me a review. And until then, take care.